Hello. It is WISPIT by Angela. WISPIT abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. As always, I thank you, my listeners, for taking the time out of your busy schedules to listen to my podcast. As always, it is my hope that anyone and everyone who tunes in will be enriched, edified, and spiritually touched to move beyond the challenges of this life and rise from the ashes of this limited existence to a higher elevation of thinking and creativity. This episode today is entitled, When the World Turns Its Head, and it is dedicated to my friend Cherie, a cancer survivor, a single mother, and most importantly, a teacher. In this day and age, that speaks volumes. So many people go to work every day, and for them, it is just a job but not for Cherie. It is a life's mission. She has lost both a mother and a sister to breast cancer, and I have known her for over 40 years. Her sister and I graduated from the same high school and in the same class. Education in America and around the world is a real issue facing our youth who are struggling with theories and doctrines that no longer seem to hold true. Having a father who retired as an assistant principal in the public school system in the South, I know what he went through as a man who dedicated his life to education as well. And I can only imagine what all of our teachers and especially our women and those who are mothers are going through each and every day. Having the responsibility of trying to teach other people's kids, but also hoping that you make an impact on your own children. I had a deep conversation with my friend who is genuinely concerned about the state of education in America, as am I. Classrooms are over normal capacity. Kids are failing in reading and math and kids are coming to school angry and hungry and frustrated. She even told me that kids are tearing up bathrooms in their own school when there is already a deficiency of bathrooms to begin with. She said to me, I don't understand. This makes no sense. And I told her that in the practical sense, it does not. But does anything make sense anymore? If we are adults and we are finding it difficult to maneuver in this cold world that is not just and fair, how do you think young people are feeling that already do not have hope? When the level of suicide and murder and crimes are at an all-time high, children are living in households with two and three generations at a time, and sometime even in a household where the man or woman may not even be their own parent, and where cohabitation is the norm, how do you reach this inner-city child who feels that there is no hope when the world turns its head? You see, I don't claim to have all the answers or any of the answers. But what I can do is speak to the reality of what is. 
No one wants to deal with the truth anymore. And certainly there is no outward appearance of acceptance of responsibility, even in the actions of adults. Our politicians are perfect examples of this on both sides. We see this day in and day out in the news. They spew anger and hatred and condescending words that build negative momentum and people are listening. People are on edge and they are making it worse by not trying to get along and diffuse this venom. So how do you reach the young when the old don't even know how to comply? How do you set rules when the rules are only made for some and not for all? How do you teach a child who's hungry, lonely, or depressed, or suicidal when you have not come up with the solutions to alleviate the problem? Counseling is good and all of that, but after the counseling, you send them back into the same environment. How have you accomplished anything? Now that there are inflationary costs, parents who are not even doing as well as the generations before them and who may or may not be dependent on their children and are living without the necessities, how do we fix this? Money is being given by the government for programs, but who's really overseeing the programs? Who's the one responsible for accountability? What difference does it make if money is being given to corporations and municipalities if it never reaches the people? Who's balancing the checkbook? When I was a child, I would ask my mother for something. And if she didn't have the money, she would say, I can't afford that. Then I would say, just write a check. And she would say, well, sweetheart, you have to have money in the bank in order to write the check. So I said, can't the government just print some more money? Well, I didn't understand all of that then. And what's crazy is, I don't understand all of it now. Well, I have some thoughts, a more creative approach to reach kids today. Old ways of teaching and learning are not working. You see, for me, history was never a favorite subject. I liked science and math. History was not applicable for me. And I certainly could not relate to Paul Revere. Geography also was not a favorite of mine either. But if a teacher had presented these subjects in a different way, it may have made it more interesting. So in my creative imagination, I'd like to pretend at this moment that I am a teacher and I'd like to give you an example of how I might have taught these subjects. You see, the reason that you students need to know history is to understand how the government works and the levels so that when you have to go to the government or the city or the state about an issue, you know which branch to access. You don't like your city streets? Then consider going to city council or finding out who your district councilman or councilwoman is. 
you don't like the food in your lunchroom, or you would like more healthy choices, then consider pulling together in a community project in your classroom and figuring out how to go to a higher level, maybe even the state. Since you are carrying cell phones anyway and have access to social media, choose more positive and powerful forums to reach out not only to your immediate area, but let's join forces with other schools. Consider petitions that are positive. Let's get a city council person to sponsor a resolution. Let's elicit the help of your local media. Let's have your math teacher help us create a budget so that you can apply the mathematics. And I think they call that basic economics. And then let's figure out the percentage of your time and what your project is worth. And that's called finance. Then let's geographically reach out all over the world. Now you have applied geography. That's what I call applied learning. And if you still don't know where to find it, ask Siri. But please, please, don't destroy what's inside of you. Don't break up the dishes in your own house. Find ways to build within and outside of your community. Throw away old theories of thought that are no longer working and let's recreate new ones. You begin to shape your world. Look past circumstances and use them as stepping stones or building blocks and don't forget to dream. For if you can dream it, you can do it. And then one day, you will be free of the things and the people that hold you back because you chose more positive avenues to reach for the stars. So where do you begin? You go to higher ground. You see, we have not taught this generation how to go to higher ground, not only in our thinking, but in our speaking. How can they when we as adults are acting like jackasses. You just have to be persistent and keep knocking and think beyond your circumstances. Begin to outthink your enemies. You see, your enemy expects you to fail. This world was not set for success for everyone. And that is what this generation is now realizing, and they are challenging old theories of thought. There is too much of a huge discrepancy in wealth and accessibility, and this creates frustration and anger. But you have to find a positive outlet for that anger. Keep your eye on the prize, and that is to finish high school. And move beyond that if possible. And more importantly, remove yourself from a negative environment. You don't like where you are or what you see? Then make better choices and stop recreating generational curses. Prove them all wrong. Study, study, study. Master the material. Read everything you can get your hands on in all areas. For as the great MIT professor Patrick Winston once said, the greatest weapon you can have is the ability to speak well, write well, and communicate well. 
it will open the first set of doors. Now, once you get in, you have to decide the direction. But never forget where and what you have come from, no matter what the cost. Keep pushing so that you can be the means to help others get through the door that once blocked you. That's what has happened to too many people. They forgot. So when the world turns its head, go around it and say, you can look past me. You can try to look around me. But no matter how you try to look away, I am still here and I have a voice and I have something to say. When the world turns its head, make it listen. And again, this is Whispered by Angela. Whispered abbreviated stands for Women and Wisdom in Socially Powerful and Interesting Times. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at ARWhispered or on most podcast forums, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, etc. I would also encourage you to listen to this beautiful rendition of James Brown and a famous opera singer, Luciano Pavarotti. Over 74 million views just from three years ago. They are both deceased now. But even in death, the music that they created together is powerful. Two people from distinctly different backgrounds come together in a powerful force. Please check it out on YouTube. And again, this is Whispered by Angela. Thank you for tuning in.